And I'm Alyssa, and welcome to episode 3.4. This is a doozy one. Woo, buddy. I'm we're here. We're doing it. We're here and we're doing it for all y'all listening. Uh, I'm in the studio here. Sabrina is doing one of the very last recordings from home, and we are very mm-hmm. happy about it. This bitch gonna be back in less than two weeks. Finally. I know. We're actually, no, two weeks exactly because we're recording this ahead of time because your girls don't have time to record on Wednesdays. (laughs) But um, we're really excited about today's episode. Similar to last week, we have a lot of shit to talk about. We sure do. We do. I think we do have a little time, though, to start with What's Your Struggle? Oh, I got a good one. Are you ready? Ow. Okay, it's currently my cat biting my arm. But okay, <laughs> that's not it. Um, <laughs> Are you ready? Technical difficulties. All right. It ready? is what's what? your struggle? struggle? Why did you go so slow? Why that did you go? Struggle. That was a big struggle. So Honestly, struggle number my cat one. Is currently biting my knee. So like that is. Oh, I, man. It's, it's a continuous struggle. No, this this cat has been a struggle last night. We were getting ready for bed and um, I couldn't find her anywhere. And you oh, can no. see my house. There are a lot of nooks and crannies that that an animal could get lost in. Of and course, so I naturally. I checked, I checked every closet like at least three times. I checked under beds. I checked under couches. You want to know where she was? Where? She somehow got into the food cabinet pantry. <gasps> she was locked in? She was locked oh, in there. Oh, my God. I was like, how the hell did you get in there? When did you get in there? A hoe wanted a snack. For for those so. who don't know, we call Lula a hoe because she is a little hoe, but she's a cute hoe. She's a cute cat. Yes. Yes, she is. She's she's my baby, even though she's kind of being an asshole right now. And I don't know why. So. <laughs> well, that's that's cats, man. That's the name of the game. This is why I'm a dog person. <laughs> you know, what? anyways, I love my baby. So she's a good okay. one. My struggle this week has been a thing since Monday. And I thought about dropping it. I thought about talking about it. And I said, no, this is a dating series. I have to talk about this. Talk about it. My fucking ex tried to follow me on Instagram. We have not spoken in over two years. And I swear to God, quarantine is bringing out all the exes, all the past shit. They all coming back out. He is not the only one to have tried to follow me in the last couple of months. Like, I had an ex from Ohio tried to follow me randomly. Some person back home that I dated for a hot second try and hit me up on Instagram. And my personal one is on private. And it's mm-hmm. it's not because I'm, like, posting a bunch of, like, lucrative shit or whatever. I mean, I could. I kind of want yeah. to. But it's more for it's about me and i don't necessarily want it to be public with a bunch of like random ass people i don't know following me so when i'm seeing all these requests it was just like boom 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 all in a row and then this one that happened on monday was like the cherry on the fucking top because i will talk about him later it was just annoying and it was like why do you think you can try and come back into my life after everything you did you're so out of sight out of mind and to think that now two years later, you're still thinking about me and tried to hit me up on Instagram. Like, what the fuck? Come on. Men are honestly amazing. I had a similar thing happen to me, but not exactly. Um, this person that I, I don't think I ever actually talked to them in high school. Like our parents were friends. They were like in a completely mm-hmm. different grade than me. They're younger than me. And I've never talked to them in my life. Keep in mind. 
last night or two nights ago, I was lying in bed and I get a Facebook message from this person. They're like, let me know if you want to catch up and chill before you go back to New York. What? And I was like, excuse me? Stop. And then the next day, oh my God, he no. an Instagram post and he goes, happy three year anniversary, baby. <gasps> Oh my men god, men! I, I mean, I, I won't try and hate all of them, but men ain't shit. It was just annoying. Like, why do these people think they can just try and wiggle their way in when they're fucking bored? And part of me was like entertaining the idea of letting him follow me, and I wouldn't follow him back, so he could see how much better I'm doing without him. Um, but I didn't even, it was just annoying to me that I'm still even thinking about it because it should, it's just like, why? I, and I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, this is just, it doesn't make no sense. It doesn't make no sense. Honestly, my theory, because you know what? Because remember, somebody from my past, too, tried to hit me up around Valentine's Day of this yeah. year. For no reason. They came out of the blue, right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure this person is trying to repair bridges with you. What's to repair? They burned. I don't know. They're they're probably lonely now. Something had to have happened where they wanted to reconnect with you. Look, if it, a bridge has been burned, you took fire to that bridge, they ain't no repairing. You have to build that from scratch again. And I don't want to do that. I ain't got time for that. I'm already maxing out all of my social and emotional and all my coping mechanisms already with just what's going on in the world. I don't need to add another negative force into that. It's just not appropriate. Like, Mm -mm. I found it really inappropriate. It just really bothered me. I digress. I could talk about it forever. My whole point is... You'll talk about it later. I will talk about it later. But my whole point (laughs) is, if you haven't talked to them in a very long time and you are the one that hurt them, why are you trying to come back in? And ladies and men, this is a good reminder because I saw a post about on Instagram that you do not have to let people back into your life just because they want to be a part of it. Let me repeat that. You do not have to let anybody in your life just because they want to be a part of it. It is your decision to let that energy come into your life or not. And you and you alone can make that decision. And that was something that I tried to really empower this week. I like that. You know, it's good. I, I shouldn't have to just let somebody come back in because they're trying to. Anyways, I'll keep going on a rant about it, but I don't have time because we have so much to go through. Thank you guys again to everybody who kept submitting questions. We had a few things left on our Instagram for today's episode. We still have stuff on our Instagram now for the sex episode. So please, please, please submit your stuff and we will talk about it. And as we've always said, everything is going to be anonymous. So don't you worry. Give us the weird shit. Let's jump right into it. First question we have. Have you ever dated someone that was involved with other people without you knowing? And if so, how did you handle the situation? Wow. Wow, this applies to both of us. <laughs> yep. Yep. To go first. <laughs> go right ahead, bitch. All right. Uh, did I talk? I believe I talked about this person in the last episode, but it's the same person who um, I was involved with them. I wouldn't say dated. Like, we hung out and stuff, but they weren't really dates. Um, so they were involved with me, and then they 
were sleeping with somebody else and then they had a serious girlfriend and this was a serious girlfriend. Like they were talking about moving in together and like getting serious. Um, and how I handled it. Well, I was pretty upset. I confronted the person and I was, but you did the most mature decision you could have ever done because you not only confronted that piece of shit, but you confronted the other girls. Like that is ultimate girl power. No, no, I'm sorry. You confronted one of them. Just the one. Cause, cause the other girl, when, when shit started happening is what I'll say. The one girl was like, I'm not here. Like it never happened. Like, she was just trying to live her life. And I like respect that. Oh, 100%. Um, and I don't, she, she wasn't as involved as I was. Um, so when, when I confronted the guy, I was like, how could you do this? Like, this is going to look really bad for me. Like, how dare you? And he was like, oh, like, it's not a serious relationship, blah, blah, blah. But when I talked to the other woman, she, she was like, yeah, no, it was serious. Like he was going to move in. Like we were going to do all this stuff. So I, sat her down and i told her everything that happened between me and this person because she deserved to know a hundred percent especially because she was making all these serious plans with this person yes those are big life decisions moving in with somebody we talked about it last week you don't do that shit unless if you're really trying to be committed to this person now what i will say is that i didn't tell this person the, the the woman right away I didn't tell her right away. I needed to sit on the information. I needed to figure out how exactly to approach her with this because yes, you can, you can applaud me and be like, Oh my gosh, you sat her down like girl power. Yay. But sometimes it doesn't always happen like that. Oh no, of course. Yeah. Sometimes you can tell the other woman and she won't accept it. Like she'll be like, Oh no, you're lying. Yeah. So I had to find the right time. And luckily what, well, I wouldn't say luckily because it was a shitty situation, but Things kind of came together where it was like, okay, this, I need, I need to tell her now. Like she needs to know now. Right. Before it got too serious. Mm-hmm. And she a hundred percent deserved to know whether she would have accepted the information or not. I think you mm-hmm. did. You were the bigger person in the situation because you saw somebody who was invested, somebody who clearly wasn't as invested back. And as someone who has been hurt by that person, you were making sure he didn't hurt anybody else again, or at least in this situation and that takes some balls man because not everybody would actually confront them like you did the biggest move out of anybody i was like shaken before i like sat her down to talk i was like oh my god what's happening what's happening but i just knew it like it was gonna be better like don't get me wrong it was really hard to like pretty much break this girl's heart like i like i saw her Mm -hmm. heart break but even though she was hurt she was really thankful that I told her like, like we ended up building like a, like a nice platonic, like friendship after that Mm -hmm. built out of mutual respect, you know? Yeah. And that is usually never the case. Like you mm -hmm. definitely lucked out in that situation because I've heard from friends who have tried to do stuff like that. It never ends that way. It gets nasty. It's girls accusing each other. And it's like, I'm just trying to come to you and tell you what went on. You can believe it or not, but it's almost like a duty to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. I was in, this is actually the one that tried to follow me on Instagram. I remember <laughs> asking when we were together at one point, like, are you sleeping with other people? And the only reason I had to ask was because 
I was having, uh, I was getting my IUD at the time and I had to go through a lot of different like testing and whatnot. I had to get, you know, a standard like STD test that you get before it. And I wanted to make sure going into that, there wasn't anything to be concerned about. And when I heard a yes, I was like, okay, all right. Well, there was a straight answer that I haven't heard earlier. And afterwards he said, well, don't worry. I'm, I'm not doing that anymore. Like it's just me and you. Fast forward over a little over six months, we end things, whatever. I find out after the fact that that was a whole lie. He was sleeping with other people the entire time we were together. And it was a big blow. And I put two and two together on Instagram when I saw pictures of him and this other girl. And I was like, I can't deal with this energy. So I unfollowed, I unfriended everywhere. And I just was like, good luck, best of luck. We're done and over with. I don't have any time for this and i like it was one of those things where a very similar situation we were together but not really together it wasn't serious and mm-hmm. thankfully he was at least i hope not not serious with anybody else i will never know and nor do i really want to know mm-hmm. that's my take on it is like you have to i i think in my situation it's a little unique because i didn't I didn't find out that he was with somebody serious. I just found out he was sleeping and was also emotionally invested into somebody as he was emotionally invested in me. And for me personally, I did not want to confront this girl because I know for a fact it would have gone the other way. It would have been really negative. It would have been really stupid. And I think she knew we were a thing too. And so it was kind of one of those, like, we're going to mind our business type of situation. But a year later, I've actually never told you this, but I'm going to tell you right now. A year later, I found out he was sleeping around with five other people at the same time. So there was a total of six of us. Yep. Honestly, the more that I think about it, there's no way it was just me and those two other girls. It's like I found out a year later (laughs) after being with Scott for a little over here. And I was like, you know what? Shit makes sense now. It makes sense when we weren't together every weekend. It makes sense why he was always so flaky with me half the time. Were there good memories? Mm, Sure, maybe. But now they're all tainted because to me, they're not... They're not real emotions because how can you be invested in one person romantically or in that romantic way, but then still be invested with five other women romantically? It it just don't work like that. So the way that I handled it was I just out of sight, out of mind, because I'm a better person than that. And I deserve somebody who is going to give me that full attention. And so does everybody else. Here's what I'm curious about. Because it kind of sounds like he had a rotation going on. A rotation? So you were on the other end of it. Yeah. And it didn't feel too good because he was dishonest with you. And one of the things that bothers me is that, okay, yes, it's it's one thing to be involved with a couple other people at a time. Like we talked about in the last episode, like, or. Yeah, we talked ago, about the lineup, the more, bench. More power to you. Like if you're able to, you know, split up your time like that, whatever. But you got to be honest with the people yep. that you're involved with, especially if you're sleeping with multiple people. Yes. Like, 
those people deserve to know because it's basically like those people are sleeping with each other. Whether you're having protected or unprotected sex in that situation, you deserve to know because, again, to your point, it's like you're having sex with all of these other people. It's a kind of a gross feeling and it just makes me lose a lot of trust and a lot of respect because if you're going to have a hotation or a bench, be up front and say, I'm not looking for anything serious. I am seeing other people. I'm interested in you, but I'm also still feeling what's out there. Then you have that information out there and you could do with it whatever you want. But if you withhold that information from somebody, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. When I was single, I never withheld that because I knew I would never want to feel like that. And then being put in that situation, now I'm like, wow, I've I have been doing the right thing and being upfront and telling people when I was single, like I'm sleeping around, I'm seeing other people, like it's just what I'm doing. And people would look at me wrong. They'd be like, wow, you're doing that? Wow, you're such a whore. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just being honest. Yeah. How am I being a whore for being honest? Like, I don't understand that. Like, honestly, you're just living your life. But if you if you had a penis, they wouldn't have been calling you a whore. They would have been thinking that you're a typical man. Exactly. It's, it's a double-edged sword of being a woman. So the big takeaway from all of this is you got to figure out what is going to be the best for you. If you. If this happens to you, you do have one of two options. You can confront the situation or you can choose to be out of sight, out of mind. It's going to be whatever you feel comfortable with. I think... The biggest thing for me and and how I would handle it if it were to happen again is I would call them out on it. I would call them out and make them be honest with me. And if you're on the other side and you know you're seeing other people, but you've told somebody you're not, you need to own that shit and you need to be honest and you need to fess up because it is take the emotions out of it you're sleeping with other people. And if you're having Mm -hmm. unprotected sex, you can get an STD that way. It's just what the name of the game is. And then you could spread that to other people like, yep. Uh, oh, my God. Like, that's just that, that's terrible. Yep. Oh, yeah. And it's gross. And nobody has time for that. So just be honest and figure out what's going to be the best situation for you. Very long winded answer there. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Have you ever experienced being someone's side piece? I recently found out after some sleuthing that the man I'm seeing is engaged, but he has yet to tell me. I want to tell him that I know, but I also don't want to ruin what we have. Wow, this is like very similar to the last question. And wow, 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 wow. You know that he's engaged and he hasn't told you. And you're still with him? And you're, yeah. What? Something. Okay. I feel like we don't have all the information here. No. I'm going to take this as surface value and say, if you know this person is engaged, you know, number one, he is never going to give you the time and love and attention you deserve. Number two, there's a girl on the other end who thinks this man is giving her the love and attention she deserves. Mm -hmm. And clearly this man ain't shit. He is two-timing both of you. I think you 100% need to confront him because that is not just disrespecting the woman involved, but yourself because you're going to continue seeing somebody that you know is lying and cheating on you. Yeah, because if, if it's if harsh, but it's true. Fiance, he's going to do it to you. Exactly. That's There's, the thing. Yeah. I mean... So I, 
I have a little bit of experience with this <gasps> situation. I'm like, I, I sound like about. I'm shocked, but I know the situation. Oh, so I was, I was like kind of involved Give me the with tea. this person. Like we were kind of hanging out, but it was very loose. Like I just had a bunch of other stuff going on. So mm-hmm. did he, um, you know, and then things mm, heated up a little bit, whatever we were like involved, but like something didn't seem right. So he didn't tell and you at first? You didn't know? He, di- he didn't tell me at first. Okay. Then he told me he was married. <gasps> and I felt... I'm sorry. Oh, God. What? I, I felt pretty terrible. I will not lie to you. Like, I, like I had a huge... That's a very normal stomach. reaction. Like, you didn't know. You didn't Honestly, know. Honestly... I will not lie to you. I prayed to God for forgiveness. I have not done that in a long time. Like I, I felt that in my soul that it was wrong. Can I ask a question? What? Did he wear a wedding ring? No. Wow. What a piece of shit. What a piece of shit. He did not wear a wedding ring. Um, his relationship status is hidden on Facebook. There's no pictures of the wife. Like I had a lot of questions and he had a lot of excuses. The wife didn't like to be on the internet. They were having marital problems. It was on the outs anyways, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, you can give me all those answers. He's just giving excuses to cheat and they're not, it doesn't matter. What's going on with the woman? Like, does she feel the same way? Does she feel like her marriage is failing? Like, what's going on? Like, I don't like this at all. And who's to say that she won't do this to me? So I just kind of, I ghosted. I just kind of fell out. And then honestly... So then I was like, bye, New York. So the pandemic like helped me disappear. Um, Cause I was like, I was like, no, like I, like I, like I prayed to God for forgiveness. Like, let's just think about that for a second. Cause I don't really pray that much anymore. But the fact that I did that, and wow. I was like, please forgive me I for mean, this adultery. Honestly, that's like the best thing you can do is just kind of like see yourself out if they're going to keep pursuing you. Because that's just, oh, it's messy. Like, that's messy. But it's not your fault. You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't know. Mm-hmm. And you left once he told you. So it's like, it's so hard to trust people now because you want to give people the benefit of the doubt. You don't want to do the whole stalking them online and trying to figure out who they are before they even reveal to you who they are. But it's shit like this that makes us question people, that makes women question men, men question women, men question men, and women question women. Like, everybody. It's... I feel like every guy has, like, a secret girlfriend or a secret wife now because literally, like, that that's all I've been seeing. Like, when, what is wrong with you people? When did it become a problem for us to be honest about our relationship status? And why is it such a big fucking problem to tell somebody... I'm into you. I'm not into you. I want to be serious. I don't want to be serious. When did that become an issue? When did these communication problems happen? Because please inform me. Honestly, I feel like it just kind of goes hand in hand with, you know, technology. It's easier to hide behind a computer screen. We type things out on a computer screen and we lost all of our courage to say things in person. You know so what's when crazy? When comes to say things in person, we don't do it. But that's the thing, too, is like there's a lot of people who are also still afraid to do it over a text message or, and I get it. It's very impersonal, impersonal. Wow. I cannot say that (laughs) word. Um, I'm going to go with, it's very inappropriate. 
That doesn't make sense either. I don't like this. I really tried to make a whole statement with it. Anyways, <laughs> it can. I'm moving on from this. I'm not going to be able to say the word that I want to say. It can feel very non. Wow. I don't know how to say this word, Sabrina. I need help. I'm impersonal. 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 Did did you start off with impersonal and then you were like, nope. Yeah. Impersonal. Yup. Impersonal. Yup. Okay. It's fine. This will be a blooper. <laughs> Hiding behind a screen can feel really bleak. It can feel like you don't, you're not really connecting to the person. So I get it. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, by not telling somebody, you're lying to them. By literally not even giving an answer, you are lying because you are hiding the truth. That is what a lie is. You're hiding the truth. You're twisting Uh the truth. At the end of the day, we just need to be honest. If it works out, great. If it doesn't, move the fuck on. There's going to be someone better out there for you anyways. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what you're trying to say, if it's hard, it's going to be hard at any point in time, whether you start out with it or you do it later. It's just if you... Do it sooner. It's not going to hurt the other person as bad as it would if you do yeah. it later. Listen, it's a hot take, but life is full of fucking disappointment. There's going to be hurt in our life at any given point. It's part of the game. And it sucks that we do have to go through it. But the sooner that we do go through it, the better we're going to be later on. And mm-hmm. you're not going to be so invested where it's going to burn even more. If we're more upfront and honest, it only helps to build more trust with that person because you know that person is not going to purposefully lie to you or purposefully hurt you because by lying to you, by hiding the truth, that person is saying, I actually don't care about your feelings. I care about how I present myself more. And this is the image that I want to give you instead of just giving to you how it is. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, it don't make no sense people man i just <laughs> that's a very people again seem to amaze me every day uh, I, exactly it's a very long-winded answer to say just be honest just if they if they tell you they're in a relationship or you find out they're dating somebody else call them out on that bullshit and leave because they're not worth it they don't deserve your time because you deserve somebody who's going to commit to you 110 percent mm-hmm. that's it that's the team that's it. Moving on. Next question. Is it possible to turn a friends with benefits situation into a relationship? So I believe that this is only possible if both of you want it, if both of you have feelings, because I've definitely been in a situation yep. before where one person has feelings and the other person doesn't. And, yep. it, and it ruins a lot of things. Yep. So also, if you're going into a friends with benefits with somebody it's probably not going to turn out well if either of you have feelings in the first place. If that movie with Ashton Kutcher, person, that movie with Ashton Kutcher does not happen in real life. That's a movie. They ended up together, like just friends. They ended up together. Like yep. it wasn't, it wasn't friends with benefits. Like they, they ended up together. No. So, but like I, I've had friends with benefits situations that worked out that were just strictly friends with benefits before. Mm-hmm. Granted, it was like only like a couple times hooking up. It wasn't like a long standing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it I mean, can it's possible for it to work out. Like I think that, it. But... I I think it can work out if both of you are looking for something serious. If you're looking for something serious and they're looking for something casual, then it's never going to work out. So mm-hmm. you need to be very upfront with what you're looking for, and I think you can frame it in a way of like, "Hey, I am looking for a relationship. If it happens with you, great. If it doesn't." 
that's fine too. But I want to let you know I am looking to have that in my life at some point. So take that with it, what you will. I think it's just best, again, to be upfront and honest and just make sure you're communicating with them because you don't want to go down the road and think you guys are both on the same page. And then when you're not, it sucks and it hurts even worse because you're like, what have I been doing this whole time? So be open and honest. And as long Mm -hmm. as you guys are both on the same page of what you're doing and what you're looking to go to, it can. I haven't had any success with it. So I, I, I can't really say like, yes, it works or like, no, it doesn't. What I would say is just be careful depending on who the friend is, because this could be like a brand new friend that you like just met or this oh, could be like yeah. a lifelong friend. Yeah. You know, by by crossing that physical line, like it it can it can really mess up a friendship if it doesn't end up well. So really think think about it a little bit. Communi- is my, is my advice on it. Communication is going to be key and it's a thing you can't hide anything from anyone and if you do start catching feelings then you do need to let the other person know because you're only going to set yourself up for failure if you don't communicate with them. You're not going to get what you want. People are not mind readers. They can't tell as much as we would like to from the signs that we send over text message or our body language or whatever. No, just be direct and tell them. And that's exactly. the tea. I've started saying this phrase in my life now because I watch a lot of I watch a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, it's kind of an obsession now. RuPaul has changed my life. I've said it so many times. Please watch his masterclass. It's really enlightening. But a lot of queens will say, and that's the tea. And it's like just caught on now. And I love it. I love it. So sidebar, you know how you and Kelsey were watching Drag Race like a bunch? Mm-hmm. Well, I came home and that was like all my best friend Mike was watching. Like everybody was watching Drag Race around me. I was like, I guess I'll watch it. Is it is <laughs> great, feel good, comfort TV. It's funny. It's lighthearted. It's got empowering messages of self-love and respect and hustle and drive and determination. Mm-hmm. And it's just with a community that just cares so much about what they're doing how can you not love it? How can you not I'm, love it? I'm always impressed with drag queens. They always put off a good show. The makeup, the hair, the quick changes, the all, all the, the stuff they put into it. The biggest is thing is just, the confidence. Is the confidence is like something I wish to have every damn day. Like Vanessa Vanjie Mateo is one of my favorite queens when she's like, Miss Vanjie, Miss Vanjie. That's her thing. <laughs> and she's just so confident. And I love her. Wow, totally not about dating, but it's okay. There's always time for RuPaul. Anyways, what, uh, it was like a quick minute tangent there. I know, We're it's always fun. It. All right, next up. Why do men in their younger 20s still act like children for those 26 and below? <laughs> See, okay, here's the deal, is that I think all men under 30 act like children. Like, There's signs have, behind it. I have I have friends that are older than me, and they act like children. Like, I honestly, somebody said once, and it makes sense to me. Men are emotionally useless until they're age 40 is what I heard. Well, there is actually some science behind it. Women's brains do mature a lot faster than men's brains. I don't know the exact year range it is. Somebody's told it to me before my mom has. I don't know. I'm not even going to try and say it. But it is it is true. There is this science behind the fact that men do not get to the same emotional maturity level 
as you are usually until a few years later. That's why I usually date a lot of men older than I am. (laughs) I think also, too, it sounds like this person might have had like this expectation that when they were in their 20s, like men in their 20s, they were going to be mature and all that stuff. Because, you know, you see it on TV. But when we think about the lifespan now, the lifespan has increased. People aren't, you know, deciding, like seriously deciding their life at age 18 in their 20s. They're actually still going out and experiencing stuff and Mm -hmm. still growing. So I feel like the the whole growing up process, honestly, I feel like that is kind of expanded for some people. Like, I don't know about you, but growing up, I always thought age 18, like, that's it. You don't know shit when you're 18. Like, you can go through a lot in your childhood and when you get to 18, have a more profound sense of, like, who you are versus from when you were 14 and 15 years old. But, like, even when you're just 20, like, I remember being 20 and I had just studied abroad in Ireland. Like, I had been working. I had been going to school. Like, I had been doing all these things thinking I've done so much and now – that I'm 26, I'm like, wow, I didn't know shit at 18. How could mm-hmm. any man that I dated when I was 18 think that they knew what they were doing too? And I take a lot of comfort in the fact that nobody really knows what they're doing. <laughs> but yeah. but I think you kind of have to put it in perspective. Like, we're still young. Even in your 30s, you're still young. I'll even Honestly- go there. I've seen men of all ages act immature. Yeah, I don't think... Act like children. I I don't think this is exclusive to people under the age of 26. No, and I think honestly, like, men and women, there's always going to be some sort of inner child there that's going to come out. You're going to have your moments where you're you're childish, you're immature, whatever. Sometimes you just want to act stupid, and it's okay. You know, if, if a man acting like childish is you know an issue for you then uh you know just try and find one that doesn't act as childish as much i don't know how to like appropriately yeah answer that. i think i think you have to take it with a grain of salt and like understand the background that they come from mm-hmm. because i know a lot of people who are the same age as us but they act so immature all the time they either talk with like baby talk which i fucking hate with every ounce mm-hmm. of my being when people do that i don't care what age you are if you are not a baby or you don't have a baby in your arms, please don't use that in, in your normal uh, life. It's just so offsetting and like a big turnoff because it's like, why are you talking to me like I'm one years old? Don't do that. Don't do that. But really think about where that person comes from in the environment that they grew up in because no matter what age we get, we're always going to have childhood trauma. And sometimes it comes out when we're older because we suppress that shit down. <laughs> Cause that's what I do. But Same. I, I think it's like, I, I think there is the first answer. Yes, there is science behind it that m- women do mature a lot faster than men. So it does take men a lot longer to get on the same level as women. It's just the T. And I think the second part of it is it's going to depend on the background that they come from. If they came from a background where maybe they were babied as a kid, it can, you know, translate when we get older. And if they are doing immature things that you don't like, then you don't have to give them your time and attention. Moving on. Exactly. Uh, Next up, have you ever experienced the one that got away? Um, I thought I did one time. I thought I did one time too. 
But as I grow and I get older, I understand why I didn't end up with that person. And I understand that the person that I am now, I wouldn't be that if I was still with that person. I'd be somebody completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I'm trying to think if I know of anybody who's ever been like, oh, they're the one that got away. But I'm not sure. No, I mean, the way that I look at it now is like, if Scott and I ever broke up, that would be it for me. Like, that would be the one that got away. But that ain't happening because he ain't going anywhere because I'm that's not happening. (laughs) So no, so it's like if if he's if he's going anywhere, it's missing. What? (laughs) (laughs) He knows there's a long list of people that if he fucks up, something bad's going to (laughs) happen. Uh, no, (laughs) like, I think to your point, it's like, sometimes in that moment, you can feel like the person that just dumped you or you dumped them, like, you're like, oh, fuck, that's the one that got away. There's always a lesson to be learned of like, why you didn't end up with them. And if you do think they are the one that got away, and if the universe thinks you two should be together, they will bring you together back at some time when the time is right. I like to find a lot of positives in losing somebody like this like in a romantic relationship because they not only teach you what you want in a partner they teach you a lot about yourself and they teach you they teach you how to be a better partner to someone in like making sure that you're putting yourself first because a lot of times women can forget to put themselves first because they want to please their partner they want to give and give and give so much so that that other person just takes and takes and takes and we usually get really hurt when they walk away from us and we think, wow, they're the one that got away. And it's like, no, they're clearly not the one that got away. You're the one that got away because you were out here really trying to give so much to this person. Mm-hmm. They just didn't want it. So they can go fuck themselves. I think you kind of have to look at it's it's tough because I don't want to say sit there and think about what went wrong. Don't do that because once a negative energy leaves, a new positive energy comes in or just a new energy comes into your life for a reason. You grow and mature from it and you become better because of it. You don't – you may think you're setting yourself back and it's really negative, but you're really not. It can just be really hard to see in that moment. Yeah. I think that was very well said. Thanks, man. That felt good. That felt really good. Yeah. Wow, look at me out here giving advice. I try. I know a lot of shit. I know a lot of wise shit. Sometimes I don't know how to say it or people don't like to listen to it. That's why Hot Takes with Alyssa is coming soon. Hot Takes. (laughs) I'll plug it now. We have a new segment coming to you guys on Instagram. We don't have a release date for it, but we're really excited about it. And we will release on IG soon. It's going to be called Hot Takes. We're going to eat some hot and spicy food and give you unpopular opinions yes giving you unpopular opinions while introducing you to spicy food all around new york city yep we're bringing back treat of the week in a new way it'll be a fun one (laughs) stay tuned for more it'll be on our igtv all right next question this is oh there's just a lot of notes with this one is it possible to date someone from your past for example a friend ex or a past hookup it depends. Um, <laughs> so, wow, I want more personal, context with these questions. I want way more context. So, my personal experience, I'll give like a quick rundown. I was involved, like I, like I talked to this person back in high school, and we fell out because they, because they were low key a shitty communicator, and I mm. was 
fucking psychotic back in high school. So I ended up dating somebody else for a couple of years. Um, I didn't talk to this person from high school for like a long time. And then like 2016 rolled around and they like, like they met my ex downtown and they like took a picture of them. They're what? like, we found out you were involved with both of us at the same time. And I was like, bro, that was 2013. This is 2016. Why are you bringing shit up? What? And then I didn't. Who? What? Yeah. And then, yeah. Why did I not know this? Oh, yeah. Like, he like he sent me a selfie of him and my ex before high school, before I started talking to this kid. This kid, let's just call him Kyle. We'll call him Kyle. <laughs> I'm um, sorry for so, any Kyles out there listening. Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> so, Kyle, Kyle and my ex-boyfriend from high school, the person I was involved with, like, I dated before I even met Kyle, they, like found out that I was involved with both of them at the same exact time. And I was like, this was 2013, not 2016, which full disclosure, I was not dating my boyfriend from high school and cheating on him. My boyfriend from high school was cheating on his girlfriend at the time. Ooh, so, mm-hmm. wow. I, yeah, it was, it was a fucked up That's situation. That's a messy situation. I was, I was 18 at the time. I realized I fucked up and I moved on from that. But then 2016 rolled around. And they both wanted to remind me of that. And I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, I don't care. And then I ended up fighting with Kyle. And Kyle was like, well, I really liked you when other people got into your head. And I was like, well, you should have fucking told me, Kyle. Um, Be honest, Kyle. Be honest, Kyle. And so a year later, I'm about to move to New York City. I'm playing hometown Bumble. And Kyle rolls up on my Bumble. So I'm like, let me swipe right. See what happens. And Kyle was like, (gasps) you did that. We met. So Kyle was like, well, let's, let's bury the hatchet. So we went to go eat. Um, and we like buried the hatchet. Things were good. And I moved to New York. I found out later that he was telling everybody that we went on a date and I didn't know it was a date. And I was like, what the fuck, Kyle? So, um, yeah, I love that we you're were... calling him Kyle. Cause it's definitely nowhere near close to his name. It's just fucking <laughs> funny. Um, so we like we didn't talk for a while now he's he's friends with some of my friends from home so eventually our past did cross again 2019 and oh man when I, when I came home in 2019 we ended up we ended up hooking up and it was fine until Christmas when I came home and Kyle was like making jokes oh my god small town girl moves home from the city you you fall in love. It's Hallmark movie. <gasps> blah blah. Like he he's making jokes. Stop. Movie. Yeah. Stop. And I was like, ha you're so funny. And then when I was home, he asked me to go get food, and I was like, oh yeah, we're friends. Like let, let's go get food. Like not thinking anything of it. And we we get to the restaurant, and there's there's wine. And he he ordered oh. wine on the table, and I was like, oh wow. my god, this is a date. And I didn't know it was a date for the second time. <laughs> took me on a secret date girl I can i tell you something i love you but you're clueless i'm so clueless <laughs> honestly retelling the story i'm like what the fuck how did you not know where did you go to dinner a sushi restaurant you terrible, a clueless terrible. hoe i was i was clueless so you know we ended up hooking up again except this time i'm like oh my god i think he might like me like i don't know let's just see what happens and like Ha ha ha. And then I just went back into my head again, like an idiot. Like I, like I reverted back to high school. I revertigo. You had revertigo into revertigo with this person. And they ended up again. They ended up again, disappointing me, letting me down, being a shitty communicator, disappearing. Um, 
making me feel like shit. When I came home for quarantine, I was like, hey, I'm kind of into you. And they left me on red on Snapchat. Bitches. For those... For those listening who don't know what Vertigo is, this is coming straight from How I Met Your Mother, but it is a very true phenomenon thing that can happen to people when you are around people from your past. What usually happens? You reminisce on the past and you usually do a lot of stuff you did in the past. And it can be tough because Mm -hmm. I look at it as like if I were around people who knew me when I was 16. I have two best friends from high school. We've been friends for over 10 years. I love these two girls to death. They are uh, just amazing, amazing women. But when we do get together, we do a lot of high school shit because it's like we have known each other Mm -hmm. for so long. Not that we can't do stuff at like our age now at 26 and 27 years old, but we do revert back to a lot of dumb shit we would do. And it's not to say it's a bad thing. Yeah. But it happens and it can also happen when you're with somebody from your past because let's be real, you can't forget the past. As much as we want to say forgive and forget, I have never met a person that has been able to successfully forgive and forget. And when you do get involved with someone you were involved with sexually or romantically from your past, those memories are still going to be there and could trigger things while you're with them. Yeah, I... (sighs) It was, it's a very weird situation because as you listen to me tell the story, I really wasn't giving like anything to it until I thought that he was giving something to it. And then it just went into like a whirlwind of, oh my God, it was, it was just a mess. And I will admit that I was not perfect in the situation that I, no one's going to be perfect in the situation. Don't, I, I wouldn't even say blame either one of you guys. I think it's a learning experience. It was. I, you know what I think happened? You know, he was somebody from my past. And if we want to think about the last year that I had, it was a traumatic year. And I, it was comfortable to revert into somebody that I knew before all this hard shit happened to me before all the trauma. Mm -hmm. It was easy to fall back into that. And like now, now as I'm sitting here retelling the story, like, I took my time. I'm over the kid. So if you're listening, Kyle, um, things are fine now. Um, we're okay. Uh, we're not going to be involved again. Like I'm putting my foot down on that one because I don't, I don't, I don't want to mess up any type of friendships with anybody. Yeah. I, I think too, for anybody listening who is considering getting together with somebody from their past, I don't want you to think we're saying don't do it. I think it's important to, Know when you're feeling triggered and know when you're feeling the things you felt before that are not positive. And that's the sign to leave. I think it's just you need to be a little bit more alert and you need to be more cautious, especially if that person has hurt you before. If it was Mm -hmm. a positive experience before and it could have been a situation of the one that got away, maybe go for it. Maybe go full in on it. It's going to be very situational based. A lot of these questions, it's tough because – It's not like we have the right answer. We just know what has happened to us and you have to take it with a grain of salt. So I think, and kind of the theme with all of these questions. What what I wish I would have done, but before you go on, what I wish I would have done is I wish I would have sat down with myself and really just, well, one, recognized what I was doing, really thought Mm. about the situation Mm -hmm. and like, think about, okay why didn't it work out before like what what happened before? right was how, it how did they act towards you before was it location you know? based was it personality based was mm-hmm. it something else that's not even we're not even thinking of right now 
that's the best way to go about it. Also think of the situation of how the person is coming back into your life. You know, are, are they coming back into your life because they really want to be in it? Or are they just coming back in because they want to get a taste of the ice cream cone and then they want to bounce. Yup. So, yep. yeah, you, you got to yep. think about it like that. Looking um, at you, and- looking at you, bitch. You trying to follow me on Instagram. I'm going to believe I'm going to believe that name out. I'm so pissed about it. And here's me just saying, Kyle. No, like bitch, a, you know, I bleep like out names. I go back and edit things. I'll bleep them out. I'll bleep that out, too. Bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> just going to bleep it. Hello. If you're listening to this part of the show. It means one of us missed out. Somebody said something they really shouldn't have said. It could have been our guest. It could have been us. But it just happened. And you know what? Shit happens, and we move on from it, and we learn from it. And that is why we have pre-recorded messages to bleep out anything that we don't want to say on this show. Because we know that we're going to mess up. I mess up all the time, on a regular basis. I like expect myself to mess up now because sometimes you just get so into a moment in a show mm-hmm. and you just like you just go full force and then you're like Ooh, I shouldn't have said that <laughs> well anyways back to our regularly scheduled programming as you can see listeners Alyssa and I we've dealt with some men um, but as we say we don't have all the answers we just have the answers from the experiences that we have learned yep from yep and and they're all learning experiences. Like, even though I have felt a lot of hurt in a lot of them when they happen to me, the biggest thing that I look at is I'm a better person because of it. Even though they were really, really shitty, they have built the woman that I am today. And mm-hmm. as much as I would like to say, oh, I regret this, I regret that. No, I don't because I don't know what my life would be like if they stayed in my life or not. I don't know if I would be with a man that loves me unconditionally and has taught me how to love unconditionally back because of the things that I've been through. So I think, I think the first part here I want to answer is with this, be honest with yourself of what you're looking for and be honest of why this person is coming back into your life. Mm -hmm. If it's platonic or romantic, it doesn't matter in this situation. I think this is even with friends You know, if friends want to come back in your life that have hurt you and have been toxic, you don't have to let them back in. Mm -hmm. And you have to really evaluate what value they're going to bring back to your life. If it is something you want to give it a shot, give it a shot. Yeah. There are one or two things that can happen. It'll work or it won't work. Yep. They're not that dramatic. It either works or it doesn't work. You got to do what's best for you. You got to really evaluate yourself and just make sure... If you're even ready for anything like that coming your way, it's one thing to decide to let a person back in. But are you even ready for anything like that? Yeah, you have to really deal with a lot of things that you've probably already dealt with and put them to Mm -hmm. bed. Or maybe you haven't dealt with them yet and you've suppressed them, which is usually what I do and why I'm so triggered this (laughs) week. Um, And a lot of emotions and feelings can come back up that you didn't know were there. And when they do come up, make sure to check in with yourself and say, do I like feeling these things? Do I like dealing with this? Is this person Mm -hmm. worth it to bring back into my life? Yes. If you answer no to any one of those questions, you already know your answer. I don't have to tell you. I don't have to tell you yes or no. I know I started off this dating series by saying that, oh, I had the four horsemen of my dating apocalypse, but... 
I also wasn't perfect. I was also mentally going through a lot and I had to kind of face that during the pandemic. And I recognize Mm -hmm. that, that now, and I'm allowing myself to heal and hopefully eventually I'll get back to that point where I am ready to date again. But I, I took that time to recognize, okay, it's like, I, I may want it, but I can't have that right now. And no that's the tea. It, I'm not ready. So. And that's the tea. Sometimes you're not ready, even though you want to be ready and you want all of these things, but you got to put in a lot of work and a lot of self-love. As RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell how can the you hell love somebody you else? Love anybody else. Thank you. And that's the tea. <laughs> But it's so true. It's so true. If you don't know how to take care of yourself, you can't take care of somebody else. You have to, first and foremost, you have to take care of you. There's only one of you on this earth and you got to make sure you're doing what it takes to make sure you are living a positive and loving life for you. Once you get to that point and you evaluate, you're like, yeah, I'm ready. You will be ready. But make sure to love the person who you are because no one else can change that but you takes a lot of work and a lot of healing, but know that you're going to get there. It's like with anything you do in your life, you got to put in the work and the dedication and the rest will come along with it. It takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. I got really into that. You, yeah, you got really into that. That was, that, that was really, no, that was really good. It's really therapeutic because I've been in that situation. Like when you don't love yourself, you get hurt even more. You feel pain so much more. And I've been there and it's, mm-hmm. it's fucking rough. Like I remember there was a time I literally fucking cried in my shower. I broke down when I was in college one time because I didn't love myself. And I went through this breakup that when I look back on it now, I'm like, it wasn't that traumatic, but what was traumatic was how much I didn't love myself. And in doing mm-hmm. so, I only hurt myself even, even more. So to any of you out there listening to any of this, remember to love yourself because you are fucking beautiful and important and smart and talented and an incredible fucking human. And there is going to be somebody out mm-hmm. there who's going to recognize that. It might not I happen hope. today. It might not happen tomorrow, but it will fucking happen. I hope that if anybody out there is listening right now and you don't feel like you like yourself, I I hope I'm hoping and I'm I'm praying for you that you fall in love with yourself again because that I don't hope one of the I, loves that you have I know they're gonna do it because it always happens it just sometimes you don't know when it's going to happen and that's okay too but I know it will happen and on that note I think that's a great place to leave off here before the sex is so you're gonna say and that's the tea ah uh, no not that time not that time well guys uh, we're wrapping up here. We're coming up on time. Thank you guys once again for tuning in. We love you all so much and thank you for fueling this series. We have one more episode in the series, which will be 3.5, the sex episode. We're super, super excited. Please submit your stuff on Instagram or email us at keepingittogetherpodcast.com. Wow. <gasps> I meant keepingittogetherpodcast at gmail.com. I haven't bought the domain name yet. I need to. Email us at keepingittogetherpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, guys, my name is Alyssa. I'm Sabrina. And thanks for keeping it together with us this week. And we'll see you back next week for the sex episode. Keeping it together. I'm sure it's what it takes to stop me going under. Stop the thunder at my door. Oh, yes, it's true.